0: Uh, this is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets.
1: This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine.
0: It's OBA with Arden Moore, this show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Oh. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces, their perfectly pampered pets, and who's walking who in tinsel Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails, garner great pet tips, and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your O Behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore.
1: Welcome to the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, hearing your dog in pain can definitely jar you. And and seeing your senior dog with arthritis gingerly walking up the front porch steps can make you cringe. You know, pain in our dogs. Let's face it, it's a real pain, physically and emotionally. But fortunately, listeners, our special guest today is a master at alleviating pain in our canine pals and horses. She is the founder of the Holistic Touch Therapy School of Canine Massage and Acupressure. She's recently retired as a stellar college professor. She's dedicated her life to teaching people how to perform healing touch on their pets we need her. So everybody, please give pause and applause to the remarkable Dr. Sue Furman. Hey,
2: welcome to the show, Sue. Oh, thank you, Arden. I'm so pleased to be here.
1: You know, I've been a fan of your work and your books for a long time, and I am so happy that you're going to be a guest. You're, you are a guest on our show today. And listeners, are you ready To learn how to pet with a purpose, Professor Furman will unleash some effective tips, but we got to pay for the show first. So (laughs) we're going to take this quick commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry
0: ones, actually, sit and stay. Obehave will be right back.
1: Pause up, pet pals. Arden Moore here to talk about the importance of keeping your cats and dogs hydrated. Yes, clean water is great, but not all pets, especially cats, will lap up enough water every day from the bowl. Or maybe your dog is thirsty after a long walk. That's why I'm a big fan of two new isotonic drinks called Kitty Raid and Doggy Raid. And there is a great meal topper to enhance kibble called Yummy Raid. They all contain electrolytes and amino acids plus prebiotics. And they're all veterinary approved. Nice, right? Now, my furry Brady Bunch love them. Find out where you can get your paws on these healthy, hydrating drinks and gravy-like meal topper by visiting DoggyRaid.com. That's D-O-G-G-Y-R-A-D-E dot com. Drink up, pets!
0: Let's talk pets on petliferadio.com. Old Behave is back with more tail wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore.
1: Welcome back to the Old Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is Dr. C,
2: period, Sue <laughs> Furman. What's the C stand for? Actually, it stands for Carol. But when I was born, I had my brother was six years old and an only child. And he decided if he had a baby sister, it was going to be Sister Susie. And so they just put Sue in to appease him. But he had such a fit when anybody would call me anything but Susie that the name just stuck. And I nobody has ever used my first name.
1: You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. <laughs> Well, shout out to your brother. Please tell me his name isn't Sue as well. He isn't a boy named Sue, is he?
2: No, his name was Paul.
1: All right, well, cool. You also have uh, the initials PhD after your name. And I know properly it's because you have a doctorate degree in biological sciences. But I believe to all the countless dogs that you have helped, I think the PhD stands for plenty of happy dogs. Oh, I love that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. and I hope I'm making them very happy.
1: All right. So let's roll back the clock. I mean, you know, muscles, you know, nerves, you've been in countless stellar colleges and all you've been helping two leggers, but how did you get involved connecting the dots from your role as a college professor to really doing heading with a purpose and doing acupressure and other things on dogs and horses. So take us back, go down memory lane.
2: Well, I'm telling you, years ago, I had a German Shepherd named Max, and he was the sweetest boy. But as he aged, of course, he began to have arthritis and a little more problem getting around. So I thought, well, with my background in nerve and muscle, I should be able to do something. Yeah. I found a school at that time that taught canine massage and equine massage. They're no longer in existence, but they were then. And I learned that. And then, of course, you know, Arden, I thought... (laughs) Well, I can make this even better, and so yeah, <laughs> I had I, as Max got better, people asked me, "Well, would you do my dog?" And then, "Would you teach me to do my dog?" And so on, and so it just grew into sort of a serendipitous business of teaching other people how to heal their dogs, how to just comfort their dogs, and dogs that didn't have a problem, how to just relate to their dogs, and build on that relationship.
1: Yeah, I think you know, in general, I'm a dog. I'm gonna be a dog right now. Woof. Um, I, I really don't think tap, tap, tap on my head is building the human animal bond. And it's kind of like, uh, the same as that, you know, aunt, we all dread that comes for a visit and wants to pinch your cheeks. I mean, it's not a great touch. So can you relate to that? I mean, be it, be in the paws of a dog right now. They're just like us. They don't want
2: just tapping on the head, right? No, no, not at all. Well, you know what? As you said, I was a scientist. I guess I still am, although I don't. You still are. Active research anymore. What massage does, it does a lot of things. But two of the biggest things it does, it increases the circulation in a dog. So that's bringing fresh blood into an area with lots of new oxygen and nutrients. And it also stimulates the nerves. And this may not sound like much, but in one square inch of skin on a dog, there are Something like fifty-six blood vessels, inches of blood vessels. Whoa!
1: And one square inch of skin on a dog, there's what? Fifty-six inches of blood vessels. Oh
2: my gosh! Wow! And on top of that, in a square inch, there are four hundred and sixty nerve cell endings. That means every time you put your hand on a dog, you're literally touching hundreds to thousands of blood vessels and yeah. nerve cell, <laughs> endings. and the blood vessels dilates and more blood. The nerve cells send little messages to the brain and the brain says, oh, this is a good touch. This is warm. This feels fine. And it relaxes the dog and relaxes the muscles. And it just runs through the whole body because the brain sends messages back to release hormones like endorphins, that feel good hormone.
1: Yeah. And I'm just thinking, who was the person who sat and studied and counted all of these numbers in a square inch on a dog's skin? Isn't that amazing? Would you
2: like to meet that person? Probably, but I don't know who it was either. Actually, <laughs> they, first, they first figured it out on humans, and it's about the same on dogs. Wow.
1: Well, it really drives home. You have to touch with a purpose. You pet with a purpose. So I love the fact that you're talking about what's happening, but it's also helping us, too. We're, our blood pressure lowers, doesn't it, when we're petting with a purpose our dogs or
2: cats or horses? There was a, or still is, a woman in Florida that did a study, and she had grandparents go in and get themselves a massage once a week for, I think, a month or so, and then she had them massage a dog themselves for a month or so. And massaging the dog lowered their blood pressure, reduced the number of pills they had to take, all kinds of things, more than when they got the massage themselves. So yeah, it worked two ways. What you give to your dog comes back to you because it, it also releases endorphins and all the feel-good hormones in you, as well as in your dog.
1: Well, I'm a big fan of the uh, oxytocin. I, I, that's I, another
2: one. I call it the cuddle hormone. That's another hormone that's released by massage.
1: Well, I think uh, in these days, crazy pandemic, where whatever its level is right now, it's probably a healthy time to pet with a purpose our dogs, right? Oh, definitely,
2: and I think more pets were adopted during the pandemic than normal. So. Yeah.
1: so, so let's talk about the four lucky dogs who happen to live with Dr. C. Sue Furman, just outside of Houston in Texas. You've got uh, these aren't petite pups. Let's start with the smallest, called Little Bit.
2: The smallest dog, Little Bit. I met her in a, a shelter that I volunteer at once in a while. And she was just lying on the floor being very quiet in her uh, kennel while all the other little puppies were jumping up and down. And I thought, gosh, she's so relaxed. I think she has kind of a wolfhound personality. So I adopted her. Okay. She weighs 50 pounds. Oh, Just 50 pounds. And to me, that's a small dog. Mm -hmm. And she looks just like my Brandy, who is an Irish wolfhound, who weighs like 150 pounds. Wow. And that's just, I've had wolfhounds for so many years. That's just kind of dog-sized to me. Jeez.
1: So speaking of your wolfhounds, you've got three. Let's name them. And how much do these small dogs weigh?
2: They all weigh 150, 60, up to 170 pounds. And Jolly Boy.
1: I love the name Jolly Boy. I mean, come on. You say the name Jolly Boy. You don't say the name
2: Jolly Boy, right? No. No, you don't. And even when I just shorten it and say, Jolly, you know, come, come, come get your breakfast. Come get your dinner. It actually, it was a name on his pedigree. It belonged to, I can't remember, you know, a great grandfather or something of his. And I thought, what a perfect name for a dog. And he is, he's a Jolly Boy.
1: Oh, I love that.
2: Next, I have Brandy. Jolly Boy's about just turned four a couple months ago. Okay. Brandy is a sweet girl. She is just turned six uh, a few weeks ago.
1: Happy birthday, Brandy. They say her name's Brandy. She's a great dog. I'm sorry. Oh, she is.
2: (laughs) What a great dog she will be. All right, go ahead. And And then my biggest boy is Quigley. Quigley. I like that. Quigley is Irish for messy hair.
1: Well, I think I'm Irish today, then.
2: (laughs) All right. Many days I'm Irish, but Quigley. uh, is a sweet boy. He also had a birthday in February, I think it was, and he's six. Well, happy birthday, Quigley. You
1: live in, uh, I guess it's called Victoria, Texas. I'm in Dallas. So you're about a couple hours, what, from Houston?
2: Yeah, a couple hours from Houston, a couple from San Antonio, a couple from Corpus. I'm just sort of in the middle of a lot of larger cities.
1: So please tell me, Dr. Sue, you're not living in an efficiency studio with pounds and pounds of dog. That's a lot of dog you have. Do you ever even get on the sofa?
2: Well, only with a dog head in my lap.
1: <laughs> okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. You've got to have a lot of elbow room if you've got three wolfhounds and a 50-pounder.
2: Well, they're very good. One of their favorite places is, of course, on the kitchen floor, because then if I, I'm cooking and I drop anything, they're there to pick it up. Yeah. I have about an acre and a half fence so that they can just go out the back door and run and play as they please.
1: What is it about the wolfhounds that you love? There's zillions of dog breeds. What is it about the wolfhounds? Because you've had a number in your life.
2: Yes, they're very laid back, very smart dogs, but they're very laid back, just easy to get along with, very sweet, mild-tempered dog. I like that. Their personality fits my personality very well. That's why we get along so well.
1: If only we could sprinkle a little wolfhound in some people that are obnoxious and mean.
2: Wouldn't
1: wouldn't that be a better planet? (laughs) We're going to work on that. That'll be our next experiment. Hey, everyone. We're speaking with Dr. Sue Furman. She's an amazing lady that knows how to touch with a purpose and different modalities. She knows nerves. She knows muscles. She's going to talk to us a little bit more about therapeutic massage. And then we're going to plunge into the world of acupressure. Also keep your ears on because she is very generously going to offer a major discount for one of her. I think it's a, it's a book of reference. It is called Canine Massage for the Athlete in Every Dog. It is normally $29, but for us oh behave listeners, she's chopping that down to $20, major discount. So look for a special paypal button on her website to order your book canine massage for the athlete <laughs> and every dog and you just go to holistictouchtherapy.com we're going to repeat that later but i'm getting it out now before i forget so everybody just sit and stay we'll be right back
0: time for a walk ow, ow. on the red carpet of course all behave will be back in a flash right after these messages
1: Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here. Is your dog or cat prone to ear infections? Does your pet resist having his ears cleaned when they're inflamed or irritated? Are you also concerned about the overuse of antibiotics? Help is here. Zymox ear care products offer soothing relief. And hey, you're going to love this part. They don't require the ear to be cleaned before you apply the drops. It's as easy as fill rub, and done. That means less touching of those sensitive ears to help create a soothing, fear-free experience. Apply just once a day. Zymox gets its effectiveness from enzymes, not antibiotics. That means no side effects and no antibiotic resistance. You can find these veterinary recommended products at your veterinary clinic, most pet specialty retailers, and online. And here's a real treat. Yeah. I did say the word treat. Save 20% off any Zymox or Oratine product on Zymox.com. Just use the code ARDEN20 at checkout. That's ARDEN20. To learn more, visit Zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X.com. Pause up.
0: Let's talk Pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. Hey y'all, it's Kelly Pickler, and you're listening to Arden Moore on OBehave on Pet Life Radio. I love y'all. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to OBEHAVE. Here's Arden.
1: Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're speaking with Dr. C. Sue Furman. We already found out what the C stands for. <laughs> and uh, we want to talk a little bit about you know, you were explaining how therapeutic touch, you know, releases good hormones, increases circulation and blood flow with the good nutrients that any two, three, or four legger can benefit by. So let's plunge in to acupressure because it's different than acupuncture. So you, the doctor is in, take it away.
2: Acupuncture can only be performed by a licensed veterinarian, someone who's actually gone to school to learn acupuncture, because since you have these thin little needles that go through the skin at points, the veterinary community considers it an invasive technique. Therefore, you right. have to get acupuncture acupressure is performed with fingertips. So that means you or I or anyone who's trained in it can do it. And the thing is, there is a life energy. And this is from a traditional Chinese medicine, thousands of years old, life energy that flows through all of us in sort of channels, they call them meridians in the body. And that life energy, if it's flowing through the body, normally you're fine, your puppy's fine. But if somehow like it becomes a traffic jam of your uh chi your life energy or the dog's life energy kind of pogs up then that can represent illness or injury or something like that and along these meridians there are specific points that are called acupoints and they're the same for acupuncture as they are for acupressure wow
1: so you know them all you know where they're all located
2: well with reference i don't have them all memorized but yeah because there are hundreds of them
1: Well, if you were a taxi driver for all the the points in acupressure, you would be the one I'd hop in your cab because you would know better how to get to them.
2: I know most, the most important ones that are used more frequently. Okay.
1: Um, So with this, are you using your fingertips, you said? Yes. Okay. So you must have really strong fingertips.
2: No, it can be a gentle touch. It doesn't have to be very, very hard at all. There's one that everybody can maybe benefit from if they want. Okay, let's do it. Like on the heel of the dog, just above his hock, where, you know, the Achilles tendon runs down there and in a thin area where the skin is, that's called the aspirin point. Bladder Aspirin point, okay. And if you take your fingers and rub on that from side to side for just a few seconds or whatever... That's a very healing point. It does a lot of things. If you have an injured or sick dog, it really covers a lot of problems to make the dog feel better.
1: And it works on cats too, right? Oh, sure. Because my cat is here watching and listening to you (laughs) saying, will you get off the show so you can give me a real massage, real acupressure? (laughs) We'll do it later, Rusty. We'll do it later. You teach people classes and you've taught people all over the world. So some attend in person and you've done some through Zoom or something. Tell us how, if people are interested in learning from you, the master, how can they do that?
2: Well, if you go to my website, I have several courses listed and you sign up for them. And what I have done is make PowerPoint presentations. They're like videos. It's like a webinar. And my voice is explaining each step of the way to perform these various massage or acupressure moves and what they do and so on. And you can do these at your leisure. Once you sign up for a class, you can take that class at three o'clock in the morning. And that's fine with me because I'll be sleeping at three o'clock. It's interesting. I've had students in Australia, in the Orient, in Spain, but some of these people in other parts of the world don't have the opportunity. And then during COVID, I couldn't teach in person the way I like to. So it's nice that people can learn at their own speed. And there's a little quiz, reading assignments, a little quiz. They get certified, right? Yes, you can get certified to do canine massage. And my newest course is canine massage for dogs with arthritis. Oh. Did you know that at least one in five dogs in the US has arthritis? I did not know it was that high. Wow. They think it may be higher because that's just the dogs who have been to a veterinary and gotten diagnosed. So there are probably a lot of dogs who've never been diagnosed but have arthritis. And they're not all older dogs. Of course, many of them are older. Like as I get older, my my joints get creakier. There are you need a Dr. Sue. Yeah, I do. There are many younger dogs that for various other reasons get arthritis. And You just have to use many of the same techniques, but you use them more gently and you concentrate on that specific joint that has the problem. And you can really increase the comfort level of the dog.
1: Well, you know, you talked earlier about blood flow and things like that. One other secret talent that uh, not so secret of Dr. Sue is she also teaches pet first aid and CPR. We are kindred spirits because I also do the same. And we end our classes, Dr. Sue, with a head to tail wellness check. And I always finish on pet safety dog Kona. I do a little up and down her spine with the heel of my hand. And then on either side, fingertip down to her base of her tail. I swear she like thinks she's in heaven. You can see the eyes roll back and, oh, but it's, I'm trying to see if i Feel what would be things that would be uh ohs that you could feel when you're doing kind of a fingertip down the spine. And, when you're and doing anyway. that,
2: you're running the bladder meridian, by the way. Oh, I, yeah, that's what I knew. You knew no, that. I didn't. <laughs> which is a very, well, they're all important, which is a very important one. And there are lots of healing points along there. And what you would look for is maybe sometimes you could actually feel hot spots. I mean, you know, oh, yeah, where, where it's warmer. a little knot or if casey would flinch as you hit a certain spot that means it's just a little bit sensitive there and a lot of times if you just there are some very simple little massage moves you can use just share a couple sure you can just take your fingertips and go in a circle it's called digital circles on that spot on that very spot where you felt a little maybe there was a little sensitivity or something and usually it would just go away wow What's
1: another technique?
2: Another one is you can use your thumb and just glide down, not right on the spinal vertebrae, but right next to it. There's like longissimus muscles that run along there with your thumb, and it's the same kind of thing. It releases tight spots and just relaxes the dog tremendously. Go down one side and then go down the other side. You usually, work from as you're doing. With when you finish the first aid,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: you usually start at the base of the a neck or somewhere on it, right? And go towards the tail.
1: So I think when dogs are around you, I don't think they bark. I think they go, ah. Do you think that if dogs could talk, they
2: would call you the ah doctor? They might. They're funny because if I massage one dog, the others get in line, literally. I'm next. And I mean, I've taught classes that my dogs have been in, and they know that the various people in the class can't massage the same dog over and over. I'm next.
1: Yeah, they're raising their front paw going, hey, um, I'm here. I'm here. But I guess that's very, that tells you that they're communicating to us that oh, yes. they need a purpose to our handling our touch, right?
2: Oh, yes. I had a, one student some years ago who had a dog that had a lot of issues in uh, his lower spine area from a, an accident. And once she came to my class and learned some of these techniques, he would actually back up to her with his rope and say, Hey, mom. Really? Yes. it's time. I'm not being subtle here. I need
1: you. Yeah. Oh man. If you could wave a wand. I mean, there's a lot of people that do things good for their pets. You know, they give them good food. They like I'm this weekend, we're going on a doggy vacay.
2: Yeah,
1: Kona and Emma. But I wonder if you had a superpower wish for dogs and cats, because we can't forget kitties. What would be your wish that all pet parents could do?
2: Well, I wish every time they would touch a dog, they would realize, or a cat, they would realize that they're sending lots of messages to the brain about that touch so that their touch would always be gentle and kind and warming. So, you know, you don't want to make the dog feel uncomfortable or like you're you're grumpy with him with your hand movements. You don't want grumpy hands. You want nice, kind hands. And you can use heavier pressure, but you want it to be kind, heavy pressure. So I think all dogs and cats need to know that there's nice touch in the world and that people can touch them and make them feel very good.
1: Well, we talked about how it helps, you know, the circulation and other things, but let's go mental now. Don't you think touching with a purpose, tell us the benefits with the connection you have. I'm laughing because my cat wants to be handled. Hang on. (laughs) Okay. um, Rusty, the performer is listening with great interest to you, Dr. Sue, and says, please, please share why touching with a purpose is good for us and our doggy pals.
2: Well, because... Not only does it, you know, increase circulation, as we said in the beginning, and send all these little nerve messages to the brain so that the brain knows what's going on, it also can release a number of hormones. And we we talked about endorphins and oxytocin, dopamine, serotonin, they're called the the four happy hormones is what I call them.
1: I'm surprised you haven't named a dog after one of these happy hormones.
2: I never thought of it. I
1: or even name your dog Chi. Have you ever had a dog named Chi?
2: No, I haven't.
1: Got some ideas for you.
2: Yeah. And after the number of dogs I've had, I've run out. I, you know, I can't tend to run out of ideas. So I'll keep that in mind.
1: So what's it doing for us? Because we are so doggone lucky to have wonderful pets in our lives, especially when we were all locked down because of COVID. I'm telling you, they keep me happy and sane.
2: Oh, they do. I found my dogs are not great conversationalists. They listen intently, but they're not. But putting my hands on a dog brought me just this feeling of joy that I'm sure it gave to the dog, you know. And I think that kept me sane during lockdown in COVID because I live alone and basically I was with just my dogs. And, you know... I went to the grocery for grocery pickup, curbside pickup and such. But that was the majority of my interaction with people, of course, on the phone and things like that. But my dogs really kept me sane. And it was a feedback from them to me and from me to them that I think is just incredibly important.
1: I do too. Hey, everyone. We're speaking with Dr. C. Sue Furman. So you got your first initial of your name in there. And she is kind of the go-to person, the pioneer, if you will, on uh, therapeutic massage and acupressure on our dogs. She has mentioned, and we all got to check this out. She has an, an incredible book. It's like, it should be a reference book. It's called Canine Massage for the Athlete and Every Dog. It's normally $29. She is kindly saying, hey, all of you Obehave show listeners, for you, it's discounted to $20. All you have to do is hit the special PayPal button on her website, which is uh, holistictouchtherapy.com. You know, do this for you and for your dog. And I also hope you, I got to take one of your classes, uh, but she offers a number of classes. Uh, We've been kind of Facebook buds, right? And uh, years ago, I was, uh, I've, I've interviewed you for different publications, but This is like the first time I've gotten to actually have a conversation. Everybody, I know it's a radio show. So what do you think? uh, We've we've known each other for a bit. Oh, gosh, years ago. I think
2: we actually met in person in Austin at a first
1: aid. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't say a bar or a prison, but thank you. Uh, Well, that was afterwards. (laughs) 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 But, you know, you've always kept evolving and, and teaching and learning. So it sounds like you've always been a student and a teacher.
2: I don't think we ever know enough. I think there's always something more that each of us can learn, and you teach me a lot. Scary folks. (laughs) Yeah, I watch your podcast, and I learn a lot from them. And you, the various guests you have on, and your books. You oh, you have wonderful books out. I don't even know how many anymore.
1: I don't either. (laughs) A lot. A lot. You may have therapeutic touch to your fingertips. I have strong typing fingers.
2: Ah, I see.
1: But you also teach Pet First Aid. Is that online? Is it recorded? Is it interactive? How do people learn about that?
2: It's online. It's a course you can sign up for. And I go into things that, you know, being a scientist, I had to be a little weird. <laughs> I like little weird. <laughs> Besides tech, you know, teaching people how to bandage a wound or stuff like that, I go into things like what poisonous snakes are in the United States. What do you do for this kind of a snake bite? That kind you know. Oh, good things to do for bee stings and and various other things not just how to treat them but i have to teach people oh this is this is a nasty bee you don't want to mess with this bee or whatever what to do in, and unfortunately right now what to do for frostbite because our friends up north a lot they don't think sometimes and they let those dogs walk in the cold and it doesn't take very long yeah. for frostbite to set in so lots of things that you teach also that people just need to think about a little bit
1: Well, I think, you know, there's millions of dogs out there, and I think people should check out your first aid program. I think they need to look at your programs on how to do purposeful touch. I think those would be two big gifts that you could give your canine pal, right? Oh, I think
2: so. I think so. Even just no matter how close you are with your pup or your cat, I think taking one of these courses just strengthens that bond between you because it's just sharing the joy, sharing the love.
1: Well, I hope one day I can get down to your place and meet the terrific Wolfhound Trio and Little Bit, Um, (laughs) uh, because I'm in Dallas, we're not too, too far. But if we ever are paths cross, I would love to get to meet them. And and, uh, I really appreciate you are helping pets and you're helping us humans not realize how to kind of chill out, how to take a moment and actually how to live in the
2: present. That's where dogs live, and that's really where we should live. You know, dogs and cats live in the moment, and we tend to think about things that happened yesterday, what we're going to do tomorrow. Do I need to get a quarter of milk at the store? You need to put up on one, will you? Yeah, you need to kind of just think about what's going on right now between you and your dog or what you're just experiencing sitting here looking at Arden. Yeah,
1: I think also, listeners, this is something I just noticed. She and I are both wearing purple. Shirts, collared shirts. We are one. We are soulmates when it comes to helping pets, right?
2: I think so. I think so. And I think it's all about the pets. And I don't think we can have too many people out there doing more things to help pets. And I just think that's very important.
1: Well, everyone, I really am grateful and appreciative that on our show today, we've had Dr. Sue Furman. I really want you all to please dash over to Her website, HolisticTouchTherapy.com. Check for that PayPal button for OBEhave listeners. Think about taking one of her classes, whether it's first aid or therapeutic massage or acupressure. She is a leader in these fields and she's a pretty nice person. And I say that with all kindness. I can feel your energy. You're a good gal. Thank you.
2: Well, (laughs) I think that goes two ways. No question about that. Thank you so much.
1: All right, everybody. And I uh, also want to do a shout out to my producer, Mark Winter. He is the surgeon of sound. He is the wizard of pause. He is the executive director of Pet Life Radio. And guys, we are the largest pet radio network on the planet. And humbly, Behave is the longest continuously running podcast of pets We've been on the air since 07, which means Mark has put up with me since 07. (laughs) But I really do appreciate all of you tuning in. Go ahead and check out Ardenmore.com. And every Wednesday, if you got cats, we go live on Facebook with Meowie Hour with uh, the Cat Fancier Association with my ginger boys, Casey and Rusty. So until next time.